I'm assuming you've all done the limbo, whether at a roller skating rink or a party. You've never done it like Shamika Jones, though. She's called Buffalo's Limbo Queen. I watched her this morning on YouTube go under a bar that was less than 12 inches tall. It was almost grotesque. What's even more amazing is she limboed under a car. Imagine that. We're not talking a jacked up monster truck. We're talking a car less than 12 inches off the ground. I don't know how low you can go, but you can't go as low as Shamika. That's for sure. The limbo, how low can you go, pretty much describes Genesis 4 and 5. Kicked out of the garden, Adam and Eve start their family. They have a little boy Cain followed shortly thereafter by Abel. The text tells us Cain became a farmer and Abel a shepherd. There must have been a behind-the-scene conversation between God and these brothers about what God expected from sinful kids kicked out of the garden. It tells us both boys brought an offering to God. Cain brought his best produce, I imagine beefsteak tomatoes. Abel brought a couple little lammy loves from his flock. God gave a thumbs up to Abel and a thumbs down to Cain. Cain got mad and jealous and killed his brother. How low can you go? God now has a choice. He can either bring the stomper, I told you I was going to use that term, through murder or Cain, or give Adam and Eve another baby. He chooses the second option and gives them a little boy, Seth. Since I'm on the subject of Adam and Eve's family, some people ask, where did Cain get his wife? The answer is pretty simple. His sister. For whatever reason, we're not told about Adam and Eve's other kids. They were told to be fruitful and multiply. Cain married one of his sisters. My students and I have a discussion about why that seems weird. We talk about the genetic factor and also how weird family reunions would be since creepiness has crept into human nature. But back to our limbo story. Cain's great-great-grandson Lamech is mentioned. Lamech brags with swagger about killing a boy. It also mentions Lamech had two wives. Remember? One man, one woman, glued together for life? How low can you go? God realizing the snowball effect of sin, that once a sinful life gets rolling, there's no telling how big it can get, decides to cap the lifespan of man at 120. Since we're talking about lifespan of man, there's another little thing that annoys skeptics of the Bible in Genesis chapter 5. It's the lifespan of those old geezers before the flood. It states that many of them lived at least 900 years. That would make most Bible skeptics roll their eyes. I tell my students that some people, trying to protect the integrity of the Bible, suggest that the scribes accidentally added a zero to those ages. I ask them, look at the text and tell me what's wrong with that argument. They scan for 10 or 15 seconds and then hands shoot up. Mr. Nelson, there's a problem. Some of them had babies at 65, so if they added a zero, they were pregnant in first grade. Then I ask them, is it plausible people before the flood, back near creation, could have a lifespan 10 times longer than we do today? These kids really are sharp. Some say, well, since disease entered in Genesis 3, it hasn't had a lot of time to take effect. That's really good, isn't it? The snowball effect works for disease as well. I give them another possibility related to the flood and its after effects, which I may or may not talk about in our next episode. The bigger issue comes when God says, By the time we get to chapter 6, God makes a statement about his creatures on planet Earth. It's pretty crazy. Ready for it? God says, Every inclination of their heart 
is only evil all the time. How low can you go? Think about that. That may not have been hyperbole. Can you imagine a world like that? Would that not be hell on earth? I'm reminded of a toy I had when I was a kid. It was a 10-inch square device with two knobs at the bottom, called an Etch-a-Sketch. I guess they're around here today, though they've probably gone digital. Uncoordinated, I could never turn those two knobs in the right way to draw anything well. Thankfully, that Etch-a-Sketch had a built-in eraser. You turn the thing upside down and shake it. The gray stuff would fall back on the screen and you get to start over. We'll find in the text that that's what God wanted to do. Shake it and start all over. But there was a problem. He'd made a promise. A descendant of Eve through the line of Seth would bring the stomper. And so God looked down into this dark limbo world and found a descendant of Seth. His name was Noah. The text says, But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Grace. One of the most amazing and important words in all the Bible. What does grace mean, and what does it look like flowing out of the heart of God? We'll discover that in the next word picture.